Welcome to another India Independent Films podcast. Uh, this is Rahul Desai. Uh, I have the usual suspects with me. I have Paulumi Das. I have Aditya Shri Krishna. And today I also have my very good friend uh, Tanul Thakur, who is the film critic for The Wire. Um, Uday Bhatia will join us midway through our conversation. I know it's going to look a little awkward, and we're going to act like he suddenly materialized, but. Uh, uh that's how it's going to be because he hasn't watched the first uh series that we are discussing today uh we are discussing the hot star series arya which starred sushmita sen and it released last week uh and the good thing is i think uh, you know all of us watched it and reviewed it which is actually very unusual uh, uh for most of us here because some of us review series some of us don't uh tanul let's start off with you hmm for arya because uh, the funny part is i think uh, we most of us realized that you reviewed it before polumi <laughs> yeah i think yeah even i was quite surprised that which for a web show is like shocking yeah in fact like uh, it it's weird uh, i mean i started watching the show i think uh, the day dropped uh, some point i think in the night at around like 11 in the night and i thought that i'll watch a few episodes and then i'll sort of like get up in the morning finish it and then like you know do the usual like write the review and stuff like that i yeah. just couldn't like uh, stop watching you know i mean i got done at 9 in the morning and uh, i i just like so i mean i think sort of that contributed i mean uh, it wasn't me being vigil per se but like yeah i mean i i, I was quite hooked throughout and uh, for a show that's just like you know a just straight forward uh, genre cinema or like you know just a straight forward thriller is very engaging so yeah did you uh, did you have any idea of the dutch series that it's based on no in fact no uh, so as usual and it's funny because as usual i haven't had not seen any trailer had no idea i mean i obviously know there was a web series and i know that tushmita sen was in it and i think i've seen snatches on like you know how you scroll uh, through your facebook feed and like you know suddenly a video pops up and like you see 3 seconds of it before getting really annoyed and moving on so yeah. uh, in that i think i'd seen uh, Sushmita Sen doing some kind of like I don't know sleuthing, some kind of like investigating or something. So I had sort of like made up my mind about what the show was. So I thought that like you know she is some kind of a narcotic enforcement bureau officer. Essentially, I thought of her <laughs> as A C B Khan or something. And I thought that something happens uh, either to her family or something, and she starts investigating and she. starts to find skeletons like back home so so <laughs> when it uh, when it started to watch the sh- uh, show i was like 20 minutes have passed 30 minutes have passed why are they not showing her office what's <laughs> happening why is she like i mean does she not have a job why does she not have a job and then suddenly it's sort of like yeah but actually i i did not have uh, an idea about uh, the dutch series i think i saw it on a screener uh, wherein uh, i uh, i don't think uh, there was any mention i mean there was end credits and stuff like that but I, but obviously it was just uh, i'm sure the, it was mentioned in the in the proper like hotstar uh, version and things like that i actually did not know also did not know that uh, it it was uh, adapted for uh, the american uh, screen i mean uh, that, that there's something called red widow uh, i suppose which is not yeah, yeah. which did not which did not get a, a lot of good reviews uh, unlike anosa so yeah i 
Right. So you basically created an entire alternate universe about the show in your <laughs> head, and you were extremely impressed when the show didn't turn out to be about that. <laughs> it 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 happens all the time. I remember. I think telling me, uh, telling Paulumi or somebody that I hadn't seen uh, uh, a single minute of Badhai Host trailer. So I thought yeah. it would be like a regular rom-commy, uh, like you know, Ayushman Khurana-y thing. And there I'm watching like Gajraj Rao, and I'm watching Nina Gupta, and I'm like, what's happening? And like you know, fifteen, twenty, twenty-five minutes have passed. So yeah, I mean, these kind of things happen, and and yeah, it did happen this time. Yeah, these are these are very tunnel things. Uh, Paulumi, uh, what what did you uh, think about the series? Because you reviewed it last, so you know, uh, and yeah. Seeing all of us praise the series or comment about the series, you were like the last to climb onto the horse. Yeah, and I think like I had a five minutes of mourning period when I saw Tanul's review out on Friday because that kind of made me gave gave me perspective and also take stock of like procrastination as a lifestyle in general. But even I watched the uh, I actually followed Tanul's schedule, which is that I watched on Friday night. Even mm. I thought I'll see three episodes and wake up early in morning Saturday, finish it, and then Saturday through the day I would write it. But then even I couldn't stop watching it. And after a point, it wasn't about just you know watching the show because you have to write a review, but because I genuinely was invested in what was going on. And that is something that you know occasionally happens. Not that you know all shows, even the shows that are quite good or that have been uh, reviewed very uh, highly, are shows that after a point you might. Find yourself losing a little bit of like investment, like first-hand investment. But for Arya, I don't think that was the case at all. I liked, like, I think all of us mentioned in reviews, and this is also something that I like that it it wasn't about like being accessible or something. But I like that they kind of found the balance between being a uh, smart, but also not you know like brandishing its smartness so much in the sense that they didn't make like. a big deal out of like the little things and it was very like straightforward economical writing and filmmaking which kind of like the flourishes didn't come in the way of the storytelling or the story that they were telling which is why after a point it stopped like the initial thing that you want to find out which is who killed shushmita sen's husband kind of stops being the point uh, why you're watching the series right aditya you uh, you watched the series but uh, I, i i don't think you ended up viewing it right Uh, no, I, I I didn't write about it, mm. um, but I did like I did enjoy uh, most of it, um, and and it did it, it did feel like a show that wasn't trying trying anything new. Uh, it's not. Uh, I mean, it 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 didn't uh, um, it didn't kind of reinvent any tropes, but it just had some a lot of things going for it. It had. pretty good filmmaking and pretty good writing and it was quite unapologetic about the world that it is showing uh, it wasn't uh, making any grand statements uh, it was just these characters and the the hell uh, these this family is put through uh, to even get by and uh, it, it, that way it kind of felt like uh, one of those you know very old world Uh, by old world i'm saying uh, you know early uh, mid 2000s or something uh, tv shows where um, you have something like 24 that keeps happening over 24 hours so th- this kind of felt like a thing where you know someone has to be on the toes um 
every second and uh, Arya uh, uh, sense character has to be on the toes every second and uh, that's the kind of feeling that you get uh, but at the same time what they managed uh, quite surprisingly is uh, that didn't make them uh, uh, consider a very uh, action oriented and uh, cliffhanger oriented kind of a show uh, episode after episode uh, and I, I thought that was a curious um, thing that they attempted that they, 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 they let it let moments uh, simmer for a while they let different characters uh, build up over uh, episodes uh, but and, and yet they were they managed to show the kind of pressure that this whole family was on uh, and I think that they did very well right. Yeah, I mean, I actually agree with all of that. And and I guess, uh, for you know, uh, from what I read, given that it's been a week, and I, I did read up a little, I mean, I read a few reviews, I read up a little about the series. And from, uh, from the interviews, it's clear that, you know, a lot of uh, uh, things we give credit to the series for, which is, you know, its pace, its rhythm, it, it just gets all the basics right. It's uh, it's you know it's a willingness to not dazzle you and just stick to the basics and uh, all of that and the plot points and the entire storyline which basically makes you forget about who the killer is and all uh, I think a lot of that was down to the Dutch original and the filmmakers obviously very graciously kept mentioning that you know uh, a lot of the good writing was down to the uh, down to the original but do you think in our case given that all of us uh, watched it and you know wrote about it. Uh, uh, do you think it's a rare case of say uh, one show or one film actually doing uh, all the fundamental things right? And amongst a lot of trash that we tend to see on streaming platforms, you know, in the name of series and all, uh, do you think our perception about you know this goodness of a show changes because of that, Anur? Uh So three things. Uh... <laughs> Yeah. Uh, first, uh, I mean, uh, yeah, uh, to answer your question, uh, uh, because I mean, you know, there's, there's always like uh, this dance of expectation, right? Like uh, more so when you're a critic or like even if you're not a critic or like, you know, if, even if you are somebody who clues into like cinema or, or web series, say week after week or in, in, in a way as regularly as we do, you know. Uh, of course, I mean, there's a, there's a point to be made or there's a case to be made about that, like, you know, I mean, if there's a show that sort of like, or or a film that sort of like sticks to its basics, it it, it does uh, checks all the boxes, is, is is very much like in tune with what it wants to do. Uh, it, that in itself somehow sort of like really pops up. Like you know, I mean, it's um, it's obviously difficult to say uh, how I or all of us would have perceived Arya if like we were in a culture that like you know is just known for doing like. Uh, it's basics, right? And you know where, like, uh, the level uh, is uh, is is uh, where the default level is better or higher, so to speak. Second mm. thing that I want to say is about Penosa uh, specifically. I remember while watching the show, I was really taken in by the writing. I mean, you know, it's mm. so dense, uh, mm. yet it's very taut, and it's very. I mean, the, uh, there are there are hints that are like, uh, for instance, dropped in the second episode that sort of like circle back in the fifth. Uh, episode you know there's just so much going on but you always feel that like you know i mean smallest of character conundrums are resolved so i mean so and also like i mean it's a it's a show that's very aware of like these varying uh, levels of tension that it's introducing and escalating 
and you know it almost feels like a a a show that's sort of like uh, i don't know written on an excel sheet or something like the, the makers are very aware so i i found that really impressive although uh, once i was done watching the uh, the show i obviously uh, looked up its wikipedia page and all of that and when i saw that like you know it's inspired or it's based on a dutch series which uh, i figured that they have acknowledged it and stuff like that i wouldn't lie but i did feel like a tinge of disappointment although i mean saying that would be like being slightly harsh on the makers because like i mean uh, you still have to do like the basics right like you know i mean uh, like uh, sonil gavaskar used to say even if it's a half volley it needs to be hit but uh, uh, so uh, but but obviously i i, I would have been like uh, uh, much happier if like you know if if this were uh, if if this were original writing that said though and i i uh this thought really did stay in my mind you know like with respect to how much of it is i mean you know attribute given that i've obviously i've not seen uh, penosa so it's difficult for me to sort of like you know uh, uh do a one on one mapping with respect to like uh, where it sort of like uh, how much it derives its narrative uh, and thematic uses from but i also i would one thing i would also like to say i mean the more i was thinking about the show while writing the review just checking a few clips and stuff like that i mean i would also like to give credit to the makers because they really i mean small i mean so i mean the way they say for instance use hindi songs in the movie right i mean so much of it is also very local and specific you know i mean yeah. there is just this sense of like reveling in bollywood masala at times which really like comes out of nowhere and like uh, you really like it because you get the feeling that the makers are liking it also like just just small things with like you know old bollywood songs which are very like uh, which are heavily mm. present in the series and they really do not like you know uh, uh way down the series or they or they are not like say syrupy or melodramatic in in that sense i mean and just in terms of like uh, how these people have situated the uh, or adapted the movie in a very local milieu i think so those things are not easy you know i mean obviously we can say that uh, uh, they did get like a lot of philip uh, because i mean it was based on a show which i'm pretty sure was really well written to begin with uh but i think like a good adaptation is also uh, not easy to do and especially a good adaptation that rings true rings so much true that i thought it was original writing throughout i would definitely like to give uh, the makers credit for that yeah i mean uh, even I, i think because see because i've actually watched a lot of hotstar shows over the last couple of years and they have a very clear template uh, that is basically uh remaking or adapting a lot of uh, shows from abroad uh, within the indian mm. context like they did that for criminal justice which uh, which had mm. vikram okay and pankajpati uh, which was the night of and you know the uh, the british series before that so uh, they they've been doing this for a while and i've noticed that they didn't really get it right because you know as you said adapting is an art on its own like i loved the way like i know this is like murky territory but you know i love the way nh10 actually Uh, uh even though it did not give credit to edit like but i do remember your uh, review back in 2014 or 15 when it released because uh, the, the uh, and and the kind of india it showed uh, in its film and adapting is an art which is you know why I, and within the way uh, people a lot of people do it within the indian context goes unnoticed and especially in the universe of hotstar you tend to notice this a little more because ram madhavani obviously we know he's you know he's sort of a solid filmmaker he has nirja behind him 
and uh, yeah i mean and, and the, he's the only guy so far or the uh, him and sandeep modi the creators are the only people who gotten it gotten the adaptation part right so far because i love the fact that it was based in rajasthan within the royal family context within this fading aristocracy and you know this desperate people trying to still uh, a sort of uh, you know inherit a lifestyle that they forgotten so i think that you know even though as you said a lot of writing was down to the original i think uh, uh, the win the winning sort of note for all of us was the way uh, uh, and especially the use of hindi song because we've seen it been done to death by so many films and series but you know this one yeah. actually uh, tied it into an emotional context the husband wife thing the husband who we never see after the first episode but only see in a video these are all very emotional things and they pull all the right indian strings so yeah i mean and, that's and, and the, the selection of songs are not random they, they are pretty well selected yeah like, exactly for the moment. yep yeah, yeah. that that duniya mein logon ko yeah. that bit is very cool like yeah true right follow me and also like i was thinking of what tanul was saying in the sense that you know after he saw the show and he read up on wikipedia that you know it was a um, adaptation and he felt kind of disappointed that also in my mind kind of feels like um a win for the makers because that also means that they have done that good a job at adapting it in the indian context that you you know it it just takes like a specific story and makes it not just universal but also again like specific in the local context and i get that you know even i've seen a couple of episodes of penosa and like the main conflict and premise is largely the same and they're very faithfully stuck to the original at least when it comes to like tension and the premises and who represents what and what are they going for but i don't know for me at least for given that we watch a lot of indian shows where i mean being disappointed has become now like a lifestyle but also one thing that sticks out if it's badly done are dialogues in the sense that first of all this is a uh, like the show revolves around crime which is in in itself a very exaggerated part of film and art and you know there's also like a very specific template that a lot of filmmakers try to either ape or stick to in that sense like the dialogues come out as something that's been written and not just something two people can talk about it comes across as stilted or there are exaggerated use of abuses just to just because they can but here like at no point did the dialogues feel like they were like did the stand out they felt like dialogues that you know people in rajasthan could speak and again like the setting i feel is also like a big part of why this appeal to us like sure getting the basics right might be the bare minimum but that also like shows a kind of consistency that the make, that like you mentioned that sticking to which might not be an easy cup of tea as like shown by hotstar originals like criminal justice i remember is like very uneven even though like some of the performances in that show are quite good and i think the setting definitely helps in the i mean it's a, it's a curious setting to uh, have it right i mean with all the forts and the even the scenes uh, being filmed in uh, forts uh so they they're basically trying to protect a family so uh, it's 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 kind of uh, it becomes a uh, history repeating itself sort of a uh, you know sort of a phenomenon there where you have uh, one one person in the family trying to protect her house and her family and that kind of reflects in the setting so i i i thought it was a curious choice and uh, they 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 made a very conscious choice to set it in jaipur because since it's an adaptation uh, they could have set it anywhere uh, i mean the the kind of family the kind of uh, 
uh, wealth that they command. Uh, it, it could be Delhi or Bombay or anywhere. But the the very idea that they cho- went to Rajasthan is something. Uh, it, it means that there's a lot of thought that's gone into it. Yeah, they did. And also, yeah. Sorry, uh, go on, go on. Yeah, they did. The, uh, even according to me, they didn't really exoticize uh, the the Rajasthan, the Jaipur surrounding. Because I, I mean, we obviously have seen a lot of films over the years based in uh, these cities in in this region, and uh, it's the kind of upper class Jaipur uh, we all know of, and we've all seen obviously in real life. We, uh, you know, half my family, even though they belong to the north, have a very similar sort of atmosphere. that they live in but i don't see a lot of films doing it of course zoactor does it very well within uh, an urban sort of bombay delhi context but th- this part of jaipur this part of rajasthan even though it's very common in our lives i think uh, it did a very good job of sort of uh, b- basing the entire series out of it because they could have just in that pursuit of making wanting to make it gritty and this one woman tale they could have really gone into the you know they could have really gone anurag kashyap on the series they didn't and i thought uh, something that was really interesting and very striking to me uh, was casting and uh, i mean I, i i really do not mean it in a perfunctory sense because i mean you know uh, for me at least uh, you know when you're watching a show which is say centered on ambiguity right it's it's centered on evasion it's centered on like trying to keep you at bay trying to like keep you a clueless kind of a, at least till some point i thought like uh, the casting was very very smartly done and obviously not made a big deal about so i mean when i started to watch the show i mean you see this guy chandrachur singh right we haven't seen him in, in in a while we have no idea what this guy will do i mean uh, or uh, sushmita sen for that matter sure we have seen her uh, in kind of a similarish role i mean not similar but in say samay but like it's been quite some time that we have seen anything of her so i mean to sort of like uh, to furnish a cricket metaphor you don't know how this pitch will behave like you know whether the bounces like uh, will go up or down whether you should go front or back like you know it's it kind of keeps you in 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 this kind of like pleasant cluelessness for quite some time uh, mm-hmm. and uh, I, i i thought that really worked uh, again another example jayant kriplani you know i remember first of all i i i was oh, really was so happy good to, to see him after such a long time yeah and like i remember my uh, my memories of jain kriplani has always been these uh, this very suave anglo guy like you know i remember watching him in sunday ke sunday even in g mantri ji and things like that and they sort of used that i really like how they used casting itself as some sort of a red herring that like it was yeah. difficult yeah. to sort of like think that spoiler alert that uh, Zor- zorawar would be like you know uh, the dick or like whatever right so i i i thought that that was interesting i was very happy to see vikas kumar which i uh, for me played one of the best roles uh, of last year in uh, in hamid yeah. hamid hamid i think yeah hamid hamid yeah yeah yeah, yeah. and he, you know he gets to play this very cool uh, cynical guy again we haven't seen a lot of him so it was very nice in that sense that like you know just i mean this sort of like really tells you that like uh, the makers were invested i mean obviously this is you should be invested while making something but well you know so that was really nice and also something that i wanted to like i mean uh, mention in my review or whatever i just couldn't uh, was the fact that like you know the entire post production was done uh, post pandemic 
like uh, during pandemic right and uh, and just the fact that like i mean i think these guys have spoken about it in interviews and all of that that it was kind of like a collaboration nightmare that uh, i think namit das recorded his stuff from calcutta and all of that just like the whole sound design and everything i thought that was that, that was quite smartly done so that was quite interesting for me and also like taking uh, like for example for me casting also stood out not also like in terms of how they cast chandra chur singh in the sense that first we haven't seen him in a long time and second you know in the movies that he's done he's known to play like a certain type of a character the do gooder the one who's the nice guy so here even that perception or that persona of him kind of informs his character even though like he runs a drug enterprise so kind of are sympathetic to him because also he's playing that guy he's i guess the only guy in the series who's kind of conflicted about how the his profession kind of you know has an effect on his family otherwise the other men are just they they have like a one track mind so and like those are i think you know things that you can't i mean take from the original i mean those things have to come from you which i think was a very nice touch right yeah i i think uh, i mean for me you know sushmita sen's performance i know a lot of people uh, said it's really surprising and all but you know i don't really remember her uh, uh, really being uh, uh, so to say an inferior actress even back in the day because i don't think she was very utilized very well by the directors yeah. back yeah. because it was a hero hero in culture she was known as miss universe so she was obviously directly compared to aishwarya rai who was miss world and aishwarya rai you know got obviously the meteor roles once bansali discovered her and it became like this thing where she sort of faded away and uh, i think you know uh, her entire her life experience really showed in this role because we have not seen her in hindi films for like 10 years or something and and uh, and i don't think uh, you know I, i'll see a more uh, solid performance this year in, in the sense that there were really no false notes Uh, she was going with the momentum of the script she knew exactly where she was at any point uh, in the script and uh, as tanul said i think that's inspired casting uh, too uh, on part of the makers and that you know all of it sort of contributes to a very successful remake because remake tends to be a bad word in this culture these yeah. days with how often we fuck it up you know so i think uh, i mean you know props to uh, because nine episodes almost one hour each there's nowhere to hide you know next we have to make originality a bad word yeah originality was uh, yeah uh, next uh, which, which brings us uh, does anyone else add uh, have anything else to add about um, I, about the I show i know i know we've talked a little bit about casting but also like one of the things that kind of like not piss me off but kind of like uh kind of irritates me a little is that you know like we all talk about so much about uh, the the digital uh, explosion like giving so many new opportunities and chances to like so many actors that couldn't have been utilized in say films because of commercial reasons and yet there are like so many cases of some shows like repeating a few actors because they know this actor can do something well like i love i'm not saying i don't like seeing pankaj tripathi in a web show but like of late there have been so many shows that utilize him in a very specific kind of a role that you know he can do it in his sleep also sometimes obviously that's a great thing and sometimes it can just be like a very expected thing but here in this show for instance apart from the shushmita sen casting even like casting for like smaller characters are all people that you know you haven't either seen in a while or you haven't seen being utilized in that manner like they could have easily cast like a a well known actor or someone who has been seen so uh, much in mm-hmm. a role say where namit das is playing it or the guy who plays her brother 
but mm. the fact just the fact that they you know just the idea of seeing people you haven't seen before in a show also kind of appealed to me yeah i i, I think uh, from their point of view they really took a gamble and that it paid off quite well yeah i think i mean the casting was pretty much the show i obviously they uh, yeah, the yeah. that series uh, uh, so, uh, sort of goes on for five seasons i think so uh, obviously i hope this i mean this is also i think set up for a second season especially with the way it ends and what not but uh, you know i mean uh, again the new faces uh, everything and you know uh, over time over the if there is a next season when there is a next season uh, these faces will also start to become familiar and that also will be a you know pretty good test of filmmaking Uh, uh, then, because of the novelty of the casting of the inspired casting sort of wears off after a while, and I, hmm. I guess biggest sort of tribute to the fact that you know the uh, post production was pretty much done during the lockdown is the fact that we didn't really notice that at all because you know it was as solid as any other film or series made yeah. in one lockdown uh, scenario, which is you know which must have been a nightmare logistically, and I know. of a couple of series who've been uh, you know even abroad who, who've done the same thing and uh, yeah i guess uh, i mean it's good for everyone it's, it's one of the rare times i think all of us also agree on something which is actually a good way to segue into the next uh, into the next part of our discussion before discussing bulbul we will uh, bring in our uday bhatia who has been uh, a silent black and white film till now he's become a talky now uh, uday welcome ओपिनियट Uh, yeah sure so um uh, i'm i'm a bit um, uh, i'm i may be half sold on bulbul uh, i i thought it was uh, uh, i thought it was really nicely set up and uh, till about halfway through the film i was i was really gripped and the setting is really novel which is like bengal in the early 1900s and there's this uh, ghost story happening and it has shades of charulata and uh, it was a very uh, i i like the mix that was going on and then i felt that once it it had everything in place it kind of didn't have much idea what to do with it mm. and so it just sort of keeps going in the direction that you think it's going and then it just ends without really answering a lot of my questions so I, i think that was my experience of it which was that you know the novel setting beautifully shot nicely set up uh, a lot of nice ideas but uh, i think it didn't land uh, it didn't land the ending for sure anu so i mean uh, for me again uh, it started off really well it's sort of like you know there is uh, there is a a lot of like uh, investment in uh, in the setting in the way uh, it shot obviously i mean just the use of colors uh, that sort of like really establishes not just the mood and the tone of the story but also tells the story in some sense 
I thought those things were really well done. Uh, and uh, I mean, I was really impressed by uh, uh, the actress Tri- uh, Tripti Damri. You know, yeah. I haven't seen uh, uh, what's his name? Yeah, uh, Lela Majnu. Huh. Okay. So I haven't seen Lela Majnu. I didn't know she was in it. And uh, and uh, also uh, the hero. I'm forgetting his name, so I'll call him Budget. <laughs> no offense. <laughs> Budget what? Uh, Budget Ranveer Singh. Uh, or like a low-key Ranveer Singh. Anyway, sorry. Uh, so I, I I really liked her acting. You know, it, it was uh, wondrously light. It was, uh, I mean, I, I really liked how, uh, like just the vocabulary was very, very fascinating for me. How you can sort of use lightness and humor to sort of convey bitterness and resentment. I thought that was very well done. I, um, as I said, it really sets up quite well. And, uh, but all, but also I would say that, I mean, so, so all, all these things, I mean, are of course, were things that were uh, working really well for me, working really well for the first 30, 40 minutes, I suppose, uh, a good like one third of the first half. Uh, but I also get the sense and uh, and this is something, I mean, uh, the closest example that will come to, that comes to my mind, it's a weird example, but still an example uh, that that I went back to uh, is the example of Talash, you know, you mm-hmm. often, I, I, I got the sense that this was a movie that was sort of stranded between uh, being a ghost story, uh, being a horror film slash thriller, and just being like a very sort of like a literary drama, you know. Uh, uh, and I uh, I got the sense that like the makers were sort of undecided on how to approach or how to juggle between uh, both the genres or how to even settle on one uh, f- uh, for the large part, right? So so when, I mean, uh, it starts off as a, uh, on a note of intrigue, it keeps building that intrigue. And I really liked how they used flashbacks to sort of like, you know, I mean, uh, uh, when we uh, when the film starts, uh, Pauli Dam is in a more commanding or uh, a domineering position, then sort of like uh, the the gears change. Then we see in, in the flashback that like how she was commanding again. Then you uh, see her in the present as like, you know, and they were doing these flashbacks in short bursts. So it kept you intrigued. It kept you invested that, Acha, what's happening? Not essentially in terms of like who done it uh, sense, but mm. at least in the sense of, all right, I'm 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 slowly getting sucked in by the spirit of the film itself, uh, <laughs> which I thought was interesting. Uh, yeah. But then uh, it sort of like slackens. I mean, at least the writing. I mean, everything else is still pretty... Uh, uh, pretty top-notch or, or pretty impressive, I would say. You then get like this longish flashback where there is kind of like a lot of information dump, uh, which sort of like took me slightly away from the story. Then they're still trying to make it uh, as some kind of like uh, uh, the thriller mode is still on. And I'm a particularly dumb viewer of a, 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 a horror film or like a, a, a thriller genre because I'm always fo- I like you know that who's gonna be like the thing now obviously people can say that you are not supposed to read it as a horror film but then it's also a little weird because it's also packaged like that no so uh but then I was like Achha, this is gonna happen and that's what exactly happened in scenes that showed and showed and showed and told and told and told so I thought like they uh it could have been uh much more inventive in how it structured the story in how it disclosed information and how it sort of like, you know, uh, uh, made you sort of like uh, invested or made you like sort of uh, uh, part of the film throughout. I mean, uh, the message is great. I mean, but all those things I could get that like, I don't 
half and uh, half half way mark you can get that's a feminist fantasy of sorts that this is how uh, it, it's a way of thinking or looking at a world that it should be as opposed to what it is or just the fact that like you know Mm-hmm. women can only prevail in a certain sense only when they're dead you know you get all those things so uske baad like you know it sort of like it uh, yeah it really took me away so that was my reading of the whole thing follow uh, me um i i saw it i quite like the film even though like i also had a couple of similar complaints which is that by the end mark at least i mean the way it allows or gives you exposition just kind of uh, like rolls off the tongue in the sense that they just hurry with it throughout which kind of is at odds with how the pace has been throughout which it doesn't hurry usually with its uh, what it was trying to unfold but what like i saw it as a complete like a revenge uh, story like a origin story that's also a revenge story and all of the other things are basically embellishments to that like the period setting or the fact that there are some supernatural elements to it but uh, yeah but like at the core it was a story of like one person loving uh, a person that they are not married to and how the uh, that person leaving them kind of uh, gives gives them like leaves them at a position where they have to then find uh, themselves so that coming of age is done in a very like they gave a spin to that coming of age where like tanul said like for like women to prevail or become something they have to uh, like suffer first Right. Uh, Aditya, even you liked uh, the film quite a bit. Yeah, I, I liked the film quite a bit. I liked the kind of detail that went into it. I definitely got sucked in uh, to the whole uh, Charlotte flavor, and I kind of bought the uh, the kind of Ramayan myth that uh, she brought in those uh, scenes as a in both you know in a very temporal sense and also in a uh kind of a location uh, based sense um and uh, so 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 that that, that really uh, did it for me and 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 i and and, I, and, and if you see uh, i mean i I've, I've, i've been kind of noticing anvita that's a uh, career for some time uh, as a lyricist as a dialogue writer for films like queen and shandar and um of phil and the script writer for philauri uh, it, it's it's uh, i mean i mean it, it uh, she does uh these very um pointed uh, uh criticism within the uh, framework of uh, bollywood uh, and I, and i think that, that so 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 just for that reason i've been looking forward to her uh directorial debut and and, and i think uh, and she kind of didn't disappoint and she kind of did the same thing that uh, i i would have expected of her like she kind of re- reworked something that's that already exists or some a genre that's already uh, maybe even done to death and she's taken that and kind of mixed uh, myth and gothic to uh, to create something new uh, and i think that, that kind of formal achievement is uh, is, is is definitely uh, uh, i mean it's definitely done very well in bulbul and and that pretty much uh, was enough for me to like the film and i i do share the idea about uh, the ending uh, kind of you know it comes to you fast and it's just everything is over all together and and and, and, and I, I did like I, I think a couple of us were reminded of uh, Sanjay Leela Bansali uh, in this film uh, and uh, i i i did wonder that 
if there is anything about uh, Sanjeevila Bansali that should have been incorporated into this film, then it should have been uh, the runtime. Like uh, this is not a one hour fifty four minute film. This should have taken some more time, and they should have take fleshed out uh, the idea of. Uh, Bulbul post her uh, traumatic experiences and uh, post everything that happens in the film, uh, and 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 not go for that you know um, com complete home run that just the film is just over in the next five ten minutes. So that's why I kind of felt like I watched a film that uh, it sh should have been longer. But uh, but otherwise I, I didn't have any co co complaints at all because I kind of. Uh, I enjoyed the, the 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 formal experiment that this film did. Yeah, I I was quite um, taken in personally by the, as Tanul said the spirit of uh, the film because obviously a lot of us thought that uh, the setup was immaculate and uh, they really got the world right because you know they could have set it anywhere they wanted and uh, they they somehow just mixed a lot of elements together and gave us that atmospheric sort of goth horror thing that a lot of us look for in a lot of films but not a lot of films full of obviously Paris is the first film that comes to mind which was again you know divisive in I mean reactions were divisive so uh, I mean I, I guess it was for me one of the films where uh, this Bulbul was one of the films where while watching the film I was like okay uh, so it's not a whodunit because definitely it's very obvious from the beginning that uh, uh, Tripti Dimri is, uh, you know, the demon because she keeps dropping hints. So, uh, and by the end of the film, the way the film ends, you know, in such a hurried way, it sort of changed my perception of how I was uh, reading the film before and what I was expecting. Uh, because, you know, uh, given that there was so much potential, uh, I had started expecting the world. But yeah, the, I mean, I do agree about the ending. But uh, it's one of those things where, you know, it was just a, for me, even as a film critic, it was just a good feeling and some things you can't really rationalize because uh, I've seen so many films about all style, no substance. And this was, you know, uh, walking a very thin balance between, uh, you know, getting carried away with its form and actually forgetting to tell uh, any sort of story or because the messages were obviously very clear. But I guess, you know, eventually it was a precarious balance, but that, I guess, worked for me. But I do have one question for all of you because... Uh, now that you know it's been a couple of days and uh, there's one sequence that's you know much talked about uh, which I think a lot of us have also mentioned and a lot of people are discussing uh, that there's um, there's there's a sequence um, uh, where uh, Rahul Bose's character uh, sexually abuses uh, Tripti Dimri's character when she's uh, sort of uh, when, when she's injured in bed and bedridden so and it was shot in a very specific manner aesthetically well, very I have seen before that also where the other Rahul Bose character the other Rahul Bose uh, hits her yeah hits yeah. hits her yeah what, what did you guys make of that because i know there have been different reactions and i am still not sure of how to digest that because you know obviously that need to make it look attractive and pretty was sort of at odds with the mood of what they were trying to say but yeah maybe one of you can uh, I mean, it, it made me very uneasy um, because uh, when you have a scene like that and you're, you know, you're making it aesthetically sort of uh, impressive and lush and sort of, you know, almost like Lars von Trier, like 
melancholia like i'm talking about the scene where he's beating her like yeah. in you know there's this sort of slow mo thing of him arching his hand body back and you know the the blood is there on the rod or whatever that he's beating her with and that to me just says that oh you know like uh, look at my craft and mm. look at how you know how how cool i'm making this scene uh, the scene seem and uh, it's really not the scene that you uh, you want to be telling the audience to be looking at your uh, your brilliance uh, in framing and stuff which which is considerable like it was uh, you know the scenes all around it were very uh, you know very brilliantly gothically lit and shot and uh, i i think it was definitely the wrong approach for this scene i mean it le- it left me feeling very uneasy anand for uh, yeah uh tanul uh, are you there sorry can you hear me yeah yeah hello yeah uh it's it's tricky you know i mean uh i'm trying to answer this question without sounding dishonest and also without trying to sound like a terrible human being i mean see i mean i um, i first of all i completely understand that uh, why a lot of people uh, were uh, were left feeling uneasy uh, uh, with respect to like how these scenes were shot and like you know uh, everything else uh, was did i feel uneasy watching these two scenes uh, i mean i was very obviously very disturbed by the implication and all of that but i think i would be lying if i, I if if i said that like you know uh, that i had like uh, some kind of moral objection uh, towards uh, towards how these scenes were approached or filmed uh, obviously when i now uh, after the film uh, i was i mean a few people were talking about it and all of that and you do i mean uh, do get the sense that yeah i mean uh, they have a point and obviously i mean it's uh, it's it, it's fairly refutable but while watching the film uh, i wasn't very uh very very disturbed i also would like to think that that may that the reason for that also perhaps i mean uh, i mean right off the bat let me first also address this point that it's very difficult i mean you, you can obviously like come out of a film and like uh, uh, uh take apart like a few scenes at at their scenes and things like that but i think uh, i would at least at this point of time would like to be empathetic towards uh, the filmmaker who's especially uh, i mean it, it, it's it's a female film filmmaker so i'm sure like she had these things and uh, considerations at the back of her mind as well i i would like to think so i mean uh, but something that i would like really like to address uh, straight on is that it's not very easy to sort of like uh, to talk about that i mean what i'm trying to say is that it's to adopt a different aesthetic for that particular scene which could have really uh, looked out of place with the rest yeah. of the film would also yeah. would have would have like the filmmaker being dishonest to uh, her filmmaking language and to her like sure i mean uh, it's again not a zero or a hundred thing uh, could certain flourishes uh, could have been avoided i think so yeah definitely uh, Uh, a certain slow moness of the whole thing and you know of course 
but i also do think that you are like while you're writing a piece or making a film i think what's really also important at times is and how important and all of that is it's obviously like really subjective and i i wouldn't say just because how sensitive the topic is and also because of my own gender and limited understanding of these things but i would also say that it's it's a, it's a tough call man just given that like how specific the filmmaking language is and how specific the aesthetics are uh i would like to i mean give the filmmaker or like the makers some benefit of doubt and just not be like that oh this was just like the most terrible or at least the most unthinkable thing or that they did, did not really think this through i mean i would really yeah. love to like know uh, uh anvita's answer to this anyway but like yeah that was my uh, my take away from from these two scenes yeah aditya you were saying something yeah i mean that, that's uh, close to something what i wanted to say because um uh like when we say that it's 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 making you uneasy or it's uh it's done aesthetically uh so what what are the options of not uh doing it uh in uh, such a film that adopts that that has consciously adopted a kind of uh language uh Uh, for the whole film that uh, that then what do you go for uh, that would change uh, the way um, you read the scene i mean uh, whatever you do with this scene it's going to be uh, disturbing it's going to be uneasy uh, it's 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 not it's not, it's not a scene where um, uh, it's not some scene you know that's going to like diametrically change because you make some other uh, f- uh framing choices of course the gaze could be different in different films uh but at the same time uh in a film that's um uh, that, that that's clearly adopted a particular uh, choice of um um aesthetics uh, i i think anvita that just wanted to stay true to that and therefore filmed it in such a way uh the other curious thing that i thought um uh, uh probably went unnoticed in, uh, or probably uh, uh matters in the scene is uh, it, it is it is one scene where uh, there is sent much of um um uh, crimson or red because it's just before those events uh, there is there is a lot of blue in these scenes and 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 earlier in the flashback scene you 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 hear um uh what is his name uh uh aminash tiwari's character say that you know they they have to repaint the place they go to into blue because that is what uh, blue is what uh, uh, her mother's home is uh, is like and 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 then she sets up this scene in a, in a room that is that in a room in a room and also in a frame that is kind of dominated by blue um which kind of harks back to her own home Uh, in the first dialogue which talks about uh, uh, the touring that controls uh, the girl uh, so 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 i so i think it it was kind of it, it probably could have also been making a point about how the home is not exactly the safe place that was believed to be uh, and 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 i think that i think the choice of color probably uh, influenced uh, Uh, that 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 kind of reading probably influenced the choice of color and choice of aesthetics there uh, apart from you know staying true to the um, the language of the film follow me uh, uh i think between the two scenes i feel like i was more uh, 
disturbed by the beating scene than the scene where uh, the uh, the Rahul Bose that plays the brother is abusing her mainly because with the first scene I feel like I mean again if your whole film is kind of situated around a story where you're uh, kind of articulating how like uh, uh, the myth of a woman being a demon or goddess is harks back to the same thing which is like mistreatment by men there is obviously expected to be that mistreatment in the sense that you have to show it but yeah but like like what i said i think the first scene only my only problem with that was that it just felt like it was longer than necessary i mean i'm not sure what necessary should be in a scene like this but again the focus here wasn't like if if the point of the scene was to show that you know rahul bose is beating her up i think they had established that in the first few seconds and after that the slow motion and the pointing to that raja ravi varma painting which felt like was the main point of the scene rather than the fact that you know she mm-hmm. was getting uh, manhandled by her husband which again like contrast that to the scene uh, where rahul bose is abusing her any scene of sexual assault is by design supposed to i mean make you feel uneasy at some level but that scene still felt coherent to what it was trying to show which is that you know she is like a puppet for the whims of men and and the fact that she was lying down like that as well so those like those are the only two things that i thought while watching the film but again like i mean i'm not sure uh, how discussions around like aesthetically short uh, sexual assault scenes are supposed to scenes that are short non aesthetically kind of plays out because at the end of the day they're showing or they want to say the same thing but yeah in the first scene it felt like she got a little carried or the filmmaker got a little carried away with i mean ideas and themes which kind of might have looked a little like tone deaf correct me if i'm wrong was slow mo used in other places in the movie that you can recall no this was the only only place i think no i think towards the end only when the whole forest was on fire i guess a couple of shots maybe but nothing too dramatic nothing too obvious yeah, yeah. this is the only one i recalled so again that's that's yeah. a choice i mean i i don't again i uh, it's not easy and there is no real way to film this without generating some amount of debate yeah so and yeah. and and, and I, yeah and and i think uh, apart from the visual uh, language of it the other thing is uh, depiction of uh, you know uh, a person with inte- intellectual disability uh, committing the crime so i i think that that is something probably someone should write uh, an essay about because i mean because that is some that that is another thing that i'm sure uh, it's is 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 you can ask you know like why this or what's the what is the point or what is, what is the, what, what is the larger statement that that is being made here yeah that that's uh, that's actually a great point because that that's one of the things that obviously escaped a lot of our heads when you know you're you're faced with a, a very uneasy sequence like this but yeah personally even i even i think there, there was a little carrying away happening but it would have been a tonal shift otherwise which is you know it's very obvious there's no right way to go about it but uh, coming back to the casting of the film uh, obviously uh, i mean we most of us have seen leela majnu and tripli uh, dimri for me was the weakest link in that film uh, and uh, you know i thought that uh, anvita dat in this film uh, was very aware of her weaknesses and her strengths and i think the, uh, it's very smartly cast uh because she knew exactly that there are uh, there, there's a flashback character and there's a present character and they are two absolutely diametrically opposite characters and uh, 
you know, as uh, one of you mentioned that, uh, that there's this um, very sort of effortlessness, uh, the, the slyness about her uh, current character. And I think uh, the, the, we saw shades of that in Laila Majno and it didn't come across because obviously uh, Avinash Shivari, it was based on him. It was a male gaze. He stole the show. So it was very easy to write her off in that film. And I think she did... Uh, she did a fantastic job, but a lot of it is also down to the way the makers uh, used uh, in this film. And uh, I haven't actually seen a lot of uh, Paramrato's uh, Bengali films, but I'm given to understand that he's very different in Bengali cinema as the way he's used in Hindi cinema. You there? Um, yeah, I can't speak to... Um... Bengali cinema, but I thought Paramrata was very good in this. Uh, I was actually, uh, I was hoping that he kind of turns out to be helping. Um, I mean, he is, he is helping uh, Bulbul, but uh, I, I was hoping that he'd be helping her, like, be the Chudel slash Devi that she turns out to be, which yeah. was not the case. He was also just like, oh my God, I cannot believe this, which is crazy because, you know, there was literally no other option. Uh, but um, yeah, I, I, it's interesting, you know, I, 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 I thought Triti Dimri's performance was, was stronger here than in Leila Majnu. But uh, the, the way her character is in the, in the later day scenes in, in the present day, as it were, when she's uh, when Satya's back and uh, she her attitude towards him is almost like this sort of amused um, uh, she kind of keeps him at at a length and uh, there's no real love for him in her anymore at least that I saw and he's kind of still hung up on her uh, a bit uh, and uh, that kind of put a barrier for me in terms of seeing it. In, uh, as as like a relationship drama that I could get invested in, um, uh, because uh, I mean some people wrote about it as moving and like a love story, but I think the love story was only in the flashbacks, yeah. and uh, it kind of dies out by the time we reach the uh, the events that are unfolding. Uh, present. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So I. I, I don't know. I, I'm guessing that must have been a deliberate thing on the part of the the filmmaker and the uh, and the actor, but it kind of it lowered my emotional stakes in the movie at least because I didn't really care about how the two of them you know would would end up and uh, yeah, yeah. So that 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 was a bit of a barrier for me also. Interesting. Uh, Tanul, what did you think of that? Uh, what, with, res uh, with respect to overall casting, acting, sorry, I, I think I, mean, I um, With missed. respect to, I mean, first of all, Paramrata's sort of the way, uh, you know, Hindi cinema uses him actually very differently because he has actually pretty much played the same character for like three very popular Hindi films based in Bengal, which is like Ahani, Pari, and now this, and... Uh, uh, the way his character was used in this. And obviously, you haven't seen uh, Leila Madhno, so there's no point comparing Tripti's performance, but uh, with respect to, you know, her flashback and her current sort of characters. 
got it uh, so uh, with respect to parambrato i mean it's uh, i mean i'm obviously very biased because I, i really i mean i don't think i've seen his bengali films uh, as much so i i uh, but i mean i i really find him a very pleasant uh, uh presence on screen no matter like i mean that that also I, i i believe has to do with the kind of role he's done in hindi cinema but like you know it's just this very uh, his very easy uh occupancy of screen so to speak is 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 something that sits really well with me i mean it was just so i mean i i i was just so uh, attuned to that feeling that there wasn't like that i wasn't impressed a lot which is not to say that i mean uh, that wasn't good acting or i did not but it was just like at a very he was playing this like at a default level that uh, which is which is quite good uh, and uh, something that like you know we are uh, we are quite used to or at least i am quite used to uh, uh, to see him play so so that was uh, something that i wouldn't say was very striking but it was it was decently done now with respect to uh, <clears throat> how uh, different sort of like uh, say i mean uh, even parambrato's uh, relationship with tripti uh, in the movie or between like you know tripti uh, uh, <clears throat> uh, and uh, the dude's name sorry i keep forgetting him uh, his name uh, what's his name sorry avinash tiwari hmm. avinash tiwari wow uh, Dude, so so that so, so i mean you're, uh so for me those things would have like settled in a little more if i just if the film had given itself like some more time like you know i often got the feeling that things were a little too crunched for me like i i i wanted the film to like breathe a little more so i think that sort of like seeped in uh in the way i sort of like uh, saw or felt about uh, their portrayals or at least like uh, their dynamics uh that said though i mean uh it was i mean as i said at the start of like uh, of, of the podcast at least of the uh the bulbul uh, segment i was really taken in by the way sort of like uh, a very fresh approach to portraying sort of like bitterness or this this quasi hint at like a foreshadowing at the revenge that would come later uh, by like uh, just being very cheerful uh on tripti's part so i thought that was uh, that was really well done with respect to i mean uh, how do, how deeply i was involved between uh, the two leads so to speak i would say not as much because again uh, for me i mean i i liked what i saw and i i i i also uh, thought that like you know the way like the scales change and things like that that were impressive but I, i i just wanted things to brew a little more to sort of like you know to be sort of bombarded with this like literally very fiery climax that sort of like comes and sort of stays for some time so right. that was my whole feeling of that right uh, follow me um i didn't like lamjnu and uh, i don't think i liked tripti the me much in that film also because i don't think she had a role so to say in the sense that she was only reacting to what like Uh, majnu as in avinash tiwari's character was doing and beyond i think after the half pay mark she half pay mark of the movie she's hardly there in the movie so it's kind of unfair to yeah. uh, compare that to this but which again made me like her performance took me by surprise because i did not expect that out of her in the sense that uh, that role if you're like 
using Naila Majnu to inform how you can expect what she might bring to the table. It like what she did in Naila Majnu was very generic and forgettable in the sense that it could have been easily replaced by just about anyone. But I think in this movie, what stood out for me, like Tanul mentioned, is that how she kind of her resentment wasn't very. Uh, it wasn't like she wasn't wearing it very explicitly, and it was like hidden in barbs and taunts and jokes, like the scene right. where Pauli says that her husband is murdered by a demon, and she laughs very loudly, and she's like, "There's no way a demon can have done that. It must have been an animal or something." And basically, like the tonal shifts also, like how in the flashback. Uh, she was this person who was very eager to please, and then uh, after that, she becomes this person who really doesn't care what others think, and that kind of also shows in her body language or how she relates to other people. And the fact that she has that whole bubbly uh, kind of manic pixie drinkle that they kind of utilized in Lela Majnu kind of works here because, like, the fact that she looks so bubbly, so innocent, and then she becomes hardened while also like letting everyone think that she's still the same person kind of worked for me. And uh, as far as the relationship drama, I don't know. To me, like both the halves seemed like uh, a story more than like a love story. It felt like one-sided love in the sense of the first half. She was the one, even though both of them had a connection, like the whole uh, sister-in-law, brother-in-law bond that anyway, like Tagore's movies and uh, uh, movies based on Tagore, like for example, Charu Lata and the books and his personal relationship with his sister-in-law that they were alluding to so that was in any sense I led that as platonic but the only person who I thought was into him was from her side in the sense that she harbored feelings for him when he goes away she's like I'll be alone and don't go away and all of that but I didn't kind of read him as also being as invested in I mean having romantic feelings for her and the second half that kind of worked for me because it also was one-sided when he was showing concern and she wasn't responding to it and uh, did did I read this wrong or was there some romantic overtures between Porum Broto and uh, her character too in the second half. I remember they have a conversation where he's like, you're out of my league and I'm drawing boundaries. And she she also playfully calls him a coward or something like that. So to me, both of the halves seemed like, you know, someone's unfulfilled love story, which cannot obviously materialize because of the circumstances and not like one particular uh, relationship drama or love story that was at the uh, center. And, um, and like Tanul said, even I like Porum Broto a lot, even though after the last two movies he's done, which is Pari and this, I feel like filmmakers think his taste in women is just like half demon and half women, which is kind of <laughs> yeah. weird at this point. Because he did the same in Pari. He was attracted to someone who was a demon and like half demon, half woman. And same here. But yeah, but in Bengali films, like Koramruto is kind of a big deal. He's like, uh, if not close to the Ranbir Kapoor of Bengali cinema, then I mean something of that sort but you know in those roles that he plays there's a lot of like attitude and a lot of masculinity that I feel isn't quite like at least like a physical display of it that isn't quite in the films in the roles that he's done like the three roles we talked about where he has a very unsure kind of like a uh, demeanor where I mean he, he doesn't want to exert too much of like his own ego or like he doesn't take up a lot of space where which I felt like in this movie there was a slight difference in the sense that Sudeep came across someone who was kind of confident who knew what he believed in like even though he was a doctor he still believed in like the existence of at least like say a supernatural element when uh, Avinash Tiwari Avinash Tiwari's character was just like dismissing it saying that you know there can't be something like a demon and also like I'm not sure how accurate I am about this reading but 19 like the film is set in the 19th century which is also when like Bengal Renaissance happened and where uh, like people like Tagore and other authors were also like there was there was this whole uh, the whole liberal kind of uh, 
reputation that Bengal has was uh, was started around that time where you know there was a lot of advancement advancement of progressive ideals and a rejection of ideas like child marriage or sati or like second marriages which I felt like was a very nice contrast in the sense that you know that is something the city is uh, kind of engrossed with and like a few like in the outskirts of the city in a village those ideas are still like the very ideas they are championing against or the ideas being propagated propagated to, to me Porumbutu's uh, character also felt like a stand-in of that time and period of the right. like of the other side where he he came across as a much more progressive character and also like initially I felt like the reason um, uh, Tripti Dimni's character was attracted to Avinash was because to her that felt like an equal setting in the sense that her husband was someone twenty years older to her. This was the only guy who was not only like her age but also someone who looked at her. As an equal, and I think that's the kind of same thing, same equation that she had with Sudeep in the second half, where he looked her looked at her as an equal. Right. Yeah, that's that's actually a good point. Uh, Aditya, anything to add? Uh, nothing much. I think uh, I think it's more of the performance. I think probably uh, came from the way the roles were written. It's possible that uh, uh, the you know the very. Um, the high voltage uh, drama drama of uh, Laila Majnu is not the ideal uh, debut for anyone. Uh, so she she was probably done in by that. But here I think Tan Tanvi that kind of gives her uh, gives her a swagger and uh, gives her all these uh, stylistic flourishes. And I think uh, the, those things uh, I, I think she she she's probably imbued naturally and that kind of jumps off the screen and and has turned into a, a really great performance uh, so i think um, it, it's more of a the way the character is written uh, it's not um, uh, it, it, it's completely opposite of what her laila was uh, so 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 i think i think that kind of helped her and probably even though it's set in the late 19th century uh, uh, it was it was uh, more of her com- comfort zone in terms of the way the character behaves and speaks, um, and and that's probably the reason why uh, you, we we see we've got to see a really good performance from her. Yeah, um, yeah. I think that's you know I think we've discussed the hell. You know, honestly, uh, on a personal note, you know, before we end the podcast, uh, and you know, obviously. I'm sure a lot of people will still be uh, are still supposed to yet to watch the film. But, you know, I have noticed a lot of people, including film critics, including uh, a lot of cinephiles, uh, sort of basically mentioning on social media, saying, you know, what's the fuss? Why are people praising this? I think this film is terrible. And this is my contrarian opinion. But the, the thing I get these days uh, is that, you know, uh, sure, we are film critics, we watch the film first and, you know, our opinions are obviously independent of each other back then. But a lot of people who react later saying, you know, what's the first? That pretty much means that every opinion is a reaction now and that annoys the hell out of me because nobody is really making an independent, uh, you know, uh, opinion about it. They are pr- probably reacting to their favourite critic or their least favourite critic and uh, it's a little sad because I think films like that, then films like this tend to, especially OTT films, tend to suffer in the long run, irrespective of whether critics liked it or not. We are not the uh, people, you know, at uh, 
uh, sort of weird. So yeah, I just noticed that. I just wanted to get it off my chest because that mentality where every sort of opinion is a reaction is uh, is a bit self-defeating. And I feel like everyone needs to watch the film on their own, make up their own opinions, and then maybe go about reading reviews and disagreeing and agreeing. Like obviously, yeah, this is yeah, this is something we can go on and on. Uh, it's not as simple as you know. Uh, it's definitely not as sim- a, a simplistic argument to make because uh, it's definitely possible and it's probably possible week after week that we watch a film and we are supposed to file a review uh, as fast as possible. I mean, uh, it's, 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 not, it's not always uh, you get the uh, get all the time in the world. Uh, so and 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 we do uh, construct a review in in such a way. But but reviews are not the only uh, discourse on films. Uh, so if you're if you're going to get a different discourse, different essay on a film uh, three four days later from someone else, uh, from someone else in from uh, some some uh, someone with a different experience and the different so, 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 uh, social background, uh, then it then it's I mean I'm I'm all for it. That's fine. Uh, the, 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 and you either learn from it or you just dismiss it if you don't agree with it. Uh, so, um, so I, I think, but but it does happen that uh, when when you have an overwhelmingly positive review uh, dominating, uh, there definitely is a, a, a wave of contrary opinions that come up later. And it and it and it's true the other way around too. Like you have an overwhelming uh, negative review for a film. I, I, from the top of my uh, head, I remember uh, the last ones were probably Ravanan and Bobby Velvet. Uh, and, and then later you have people mentioning like, oh, it's not as bad as people said it was. So, you know, th- that always happens. So I think that kind of uh, uh, the extreme opinions we can definitely don't need to care about. But uh, but if you, but I do have, understand the trend of the thing pieces and the essays that come up uh, later and and I think those add to the discourse and those not necessarily harm the discourse in any way. Right. Yeah. So I guess uh, yeah. I guess we have that's uh, definitely a separate discussion and one day we will obviously all reconvene to discuss that because I have a lot of thoughts on that too. But uh, anyway, uh, thank you guys for joining. It was a full house, five of us. Uh, and maybe till next time, uh, whenever a more interesting film comes up. Uh, thanks, guys. Okay. Thank you. Bye. See you. Thank Bye. you.